iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Hello and welcome to The Ruck. This is the one part of the Lions Tour that continues to thrive. I am here with some elite rugby journalists and we have had some week. Steve, how has it been for you? Well, it's been excellent. First of all, um, hi to everybody in civilization in, in the old country. It's been a great week. I mean, the lines weren't, have not been that fantastic yet, but um, um, the, the culture of, the, of this great uh, country is, is growing on me. When I uh, woke up this morning and uh, opened my bedroom door, the uh, chambermaids were all up, uh, lying in up, uh, performing a hacker uh, i had to stand there to obviously accept the challenge i then went to the lift where all the lift operators were standing um with a challenging hacker and of course i stood there for ages um accepting the challenge i, I went downstairs to the breakfast room where all the waiters and waitresses were in the big line um with their tongues lolling and their eyes bulging um performing uh, a hacker um and of course i had to take that challenge and then um all the taxi drivers were outside the front door um uh, Maurice Anpake is performing uh, a hacker uh, challenge, challenging me, and of course I accepted it before um, going about my business and going to the chemist. Also with us in the studio this evening uh, is uh, Nick Kane, uh, one of the finest and uh, oldest rugby writers known to man, and uh, Tom Hamilton, uh, the rugby correspondent of ESPN. Nick, uh, what sort of a week have you had? For myself... Um, the great thing was at Eden Park, obviously not the result uh, for the Lions, but the fact that uh, a stadium which is normally a mausoleum uh, was actually uh, buzzing and full for about the first time for a super for, for the Blues for uh, the best part of a decade, I think. Uh, I just do um, my, my highlight was I, I saw uh, Richie McCaw on the plane today, but that's not the highlight. That was just an anecdote. Uh, yesterday, a magnificent thing happened. I got my laundry back. Um, anyone who's done these tours will know that, that run, running out of smalls is one of the greatest concerns that can happen. Uh, some people get spear tackled. Uh, some people have an ankle strain like Sam Warburton. But um, uh, when your socks run short on a tour like this, it's desperate times. Uh, uh, Tom, uh, you've had an absolutely brilliant tour so far. Uh, what has been the highlight? Well, it had to be, I think, the Knights and Pie here on Sunday. An afternoon of filing in uh, the Duke of Marlborough over in Russell, uh, sampling a few of the local um, vines and so forth, and then a, a nice little ferry over where uh, two of us nearly fell over. Uh, unfortunately, though, we're still here. Um, but it was it was it was quite an evening in Pie here. Is, is it the case that the man from the Telegraph slightly let himself down with Sauvignon Blanc? Uh, absolutely not. No. Well, I'm pleased to hear it because certainly in the in the uh, News International Department of Rugby coverage, nothing like that would ever happen. Uh, so um, we're now going to move on from laundry and the hacker to. The state of the tour, really. Uh, in all seriousness, I don't think uh, anyone has seen a Lions tour uh, on the rocks or, or in such an unsteady situation so early into its uh, in, into the tour. Uh, uh, Steve and Nick, you would 
um, both have a, an opinion on that, having covered every tour since the uh, turn of the 19th century. Uh, I, I, well, I'll tell you what, I've seen lots of Lions tours on the rocks. This is a little bit more on the rocks than some, and a little less than others. Um, you've got to remember that, uh, as we've always said, that the, the preparation time for these is way down than it, what it used to be. In 1983, when, when I first came on a Lions tour at the age of seven, we, we, we thought then that the preparation was terrible, and they had four weeks off to, 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 to rest, two weeks off to train, one week in New Zealand. And, and you know, this tour is not on the rocks. It's just absolutely underprepared and, and, and undercooked, and people don't know where the you know the guy on their right or the guy on their left is meant to be and you know everybody said Rory Best um, threw dreadfully into the last line out at, uh, at Eden Park yesterday well he did but there was no lift there was no jump and it was certainly it's just because they are undercooked and underprepared like most of the food we've had in um, in New Zealand so um, the, the, there's a lot of time to go yet they've lost one may well lose another but um, the tests are not over yet because they're not even played uh, I've got a lot of um, agreement with that viewpoint I think that in the past teams have been here and have bombed out in provincial games and have sprung a surprise when it comes to the tests uh, England notably in the amateur era in 1973 but um, I think one of the I think that one of the uh, the clearest things here is that the locals are the New Zealanders are insufferably arrogant and I got a strong feeling that one of the Lions' best chances is is that they they almost box themselves into a corner with their arrogance and are actually surprised by what the Lions come up with in the Test Series. Um, on the subject of arrogance, um, the, the, the famous... Um Kiwi journalist Jock McFrock was um, was 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 speaking in uh, I think it was the um, maybe the New Zealand Herald this morning and um, sorry Jimmy McFrock I'm sorry um, a, a noted Kiwi journalist I think he may have been from Scotland originally but he clearly thinks it's going to be three nil and with a margin of seventy points so we'll have to see but um, arrogance is possibly the word for it but. Um, respect for the Lions, very thin on the ground at the moment. The line was that the tour was teetering on the brink of disaster. Tom, um, as, as disasters go, uh, the, the Lions haven't really started yet. Do, do, do you think that we can say that this is, this is uh, all downhill from here, or, or, or can you see a turnaround? Well, it was interesting um, seeing Steve Hansen earlier today, who called it the impossible task, uh, insofar as the way they've started with this. Being here four days, I'm still jet-lagged, and this is day eight. I was just transcribing the interview and wrote the same paragraph three times, each with different typos. So, I mean, there's not a lot of change there. But it, we, it's it's been such a difficult build-up, so little preparation time. They're in fast-forward. They're trying to bring together four nations in a ridiculously short amount of time there's a danger that it's been commercial over rugby so far and I think judging by um, exactly how they played on uh, on Wednesday there were improvements they've got to really really step things up in terms of building a game plan and some cohesion that interview with Steve Hansen was fascinating wasn't it I mean he uh, he doesn't mind um, laying the boot in he doesn't he's very happy to criticize the uh, the tour and the nature of it as you said he he said that the Lions have placed commercialism ahead of high performance uh, he also said that the Lions would expect to beat the, beat the Crusaders tomorrow he said uh, uh, a test team should beat a, a franchise team uh, so he put a bit of um, pressure on there. He uh, also gave, gave Dear Warren a, a good old kicking, didn't he? Uh, laughing at his um, 
his suggestion that uh, there wouldn't be any step up from Super Rugby to Test Rugby. Uh, so he's um, he's playing a game, uh, uh, the, the the home coach in that respect, and um, uh, and keeping the pressure on uh, in a in a big way. Uh, th- th- so let's let's um, boys, let's talk about the game. Did, was the Lions' performance um, as tragic as as the media here would suggest, or was there uh, uh, in that uh, performance the foundation for them to to build something uh, concrete from here on in? I think there's definitely a foundation in terms of uh, if they concentrate on their strengths in terms of their power at close quarters, their set piece. Uh, uh, strength I think that they've definitely got an opportunity to put um, the Kiwi sides under the pump uh, One of the problems was it's certainly not panic stations for me Owen but one of the, the things that really struck home was how awfully average Auckland were everybody said they were going to be fantastic and yet they weren't and that for me is is more significant than the Lions not clicking very well the Lions should have won easily Guess not a very good, not not a very very good side. Um, incidentally, with regard to your previous point, if anyone thinks what Steve Hansen's coming up with is in any way adult or significant, they must be joking. It's the sort of thing that when you were nine in the playground, you'd 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 uh, blow raspberries with your with your lips to someone. It's about that standard. Well, that's tomorrow morning's uh, Times front uh, back page written. No, thank you, Steve. Uh, no problem at all. Will there be a check in the post for me? Tom, what, one thing that the Lions have been talking about um, and making everyone scratch their heads a little bit is the fact that uh, we or, or, or they are going to um, beat the world with X-Factor Rugby or Rugby Chaos, as uh, Rob Howley um, called it, I think nine times in one single press conference. It was the, it was the strong and stable of, of, uh, of rugby PR. Um, the, the, uh, the evidence of X-Factor in that um, performance against the Blues was... Um, uh, was absent uh, in totality. I think is that just nonsense, or uh, is that just waffle to fill the airways by uh, the Lions? Or do you think they seriously think that they can conjure up a magic game plan out of nowhere? I think um, talk of X factors probably a little bit wider than Mark. I, I think the Lions will just stick to what they're good at. Warren Gatland's uh, an incredibly clever coach. He hasn't won all of those things without uh, being being a wonderful man manager. They're going to stick to what they're good at, which is physicality, and then carving out openings for the back three if and when it presents itself. You've got Owen Farrell, uh, who's up there with Bowden Barrett in terms of the best fly halves in the world. They'll play to their strengths. They'll end up. The train is now approaching. Junction at platform. Passengers, airport, please stay on board. Next stop, road station iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Playing territory, they'll keep the pressure on and then uh, try and play some sort of counter-attacking rugby, which we saw from Wales last summer against the All Blacks. That caused them a lot of difficulty with the likes of Liam Williams really stretching their legs. Um, in terms of X-Factor, it's I think it's quite a broad-brush term for uh, trying to find some sort of cohesion in the backs. They definitely did lack a cutting edge against the Blues last night. They squandered overlaps. There were times when they kept uh, the sort of the foot on uh, the Blues' throat but just couldn't get through the line at the end. They Henshaw squandered a couple of chances, you know, even the wingers are looking a little bit off colour so far. Liam Williams was far too excited when he came on. But it's something which will take time. It just needs to keep them, needs to stick to what they're good at. Trust in Gatland and it will all hopefully come good. OK, let's let's go around our esteemed panel now. Uh, a player from uh, from the game who you thought uh, excelled and uh, should be in the test team or certainly in consideration, Steve. Well, I mean, I, this is not hardly new that Tamaru Itoji should be in the test team, but I thought... Uh, yet again, he crossed. Uh, he crossed. He crosses every bridge he comes to, and I thought uh, they tried to put him off his game. There was obviously a lot of verbals going on. I thought he was tremendous. Uh, I was still rather that they considered him as a blindside flanker, just have him in the team with another big lock. Courtney Laws was obviously good. Maro Itoji for me continues to tick every box that comes along, and uh, as far as his poetry goes, that's absolutely um, uh, sublime and, and blissful as well. Nick. Thought his uh, his partner in crime, Courtney Laws, was uh, outstanding against uh, the Blues. Got over the gain line every time he uh, he had the ball, uh, and I think that in terms of test locks, it's obviously hugely competitive because Steve's spoken about Mario Toji. You've obviously also got Alan Wynne Jones, and uh, so it's uh, it, it looks like a hugely <laughs> great, <laughs> great mic technique there by Lord Reith Kane uh, as he hands over the microphone while still talking. <laughs> so for me, coming into this tour, there was uh, one clear test scrum half candidate in Conor Murray, but I think Reese Webb did his chances no harm last night, put in a very assured performance, kick well, good game management. And I think Gatlin now has a um, has a tough choice to make between the two of them. I still predicts that Conor Murray will be there in the test shirt on the June 24th but Reese Webb will definitely have given him food for thought last night OK um, just one more thought on um, we're sitting here above um, on the uh, 10th floor in our 10th floor studios and we're looking at over Christchurch and um, 2011 there was this horrific earthquake and just to be serious for a moment um, in on subsequent visits the, the old town has looked uh, a shambles, but uh, just walking around today, it's nice to see that signs of recovery, buildings coming back to life, the insurance company, the bastards have uh, finally paid out for some time. So that's uh, oh, and that's really good too. So it's nice to be back in Christchurch, and uh, clearly the building workers, when we saw them lined up in a hacker, which we uh, which we which we faced down, a very nice gesture of the Maori building workers. But um, it's great to be back and looking at the uh, the city, looking a little more like a city again. Yeah, I, I agree, though, though I still find it um, seriously sad, sad tragic um, uh, that there's no test match here. We've come here for a, for a, a, um, a warm-up game. The city's nowhere near prepared for a test match again. 
Uh, every uh, Lions series since 1930s had a, has had a test match here. And um, they're not even confident they'll get another one in 12 years' time. So, uh, yeah, sad, sad, sombre. And I love what um, what a big rugby occasion does for a city and, does, and can do for the economy. And that's not going to happen this time round. Tom? Well, I'm just thinking back three years when England came here to play against the Crusaders. That was a really, really remarkable occasion. It was the first time I think an international team had come here since the earthquake. It was a brilliant occasion. And um, I know from chatting to um, Leon McDonald a couple of days ago that the city's really looking forward to Saturday's game. And what better time for them with um, an unbeaten Crusaders team as well, who finally look like they may well break that super rugby duck. But I'm certainly looking forward to it, and it's uh, going to be a wonderful occasion. Okay, so so that was a, a really beautiful segue that no one wrote; it just came naturally. So um, from Christchurch onto the Crusaders, and uh, Nick, you're a Crusaders specialist. How, how many um, how many All Blacks are, are in the uh, Crusaders? Is it is it thirty seven or thirty eight? Uh, Forty five, I believe, Slotty. But uh, there are they've got an, a, a tight five which is based almost exclusively. Uh, on the All Blacks tight five with uh, Franks, Cody Taylor, Moody, Sam Whitelock, and uh, obviously the Lions have got are going to have their work cut out massively uh, against a pack of that strength. We saw them um, a few weeks ago take on the Hurricanes with you know the Wonder Kid Bowden Barrett, and uh, their forwards completely wrapped the game up by making sure that the Hurricanes were on the back foot throughout, and Barrett really didn't get a look in. So um, it will be a tri- more more a trial of strength uh, up front than probably the Lions will face anywhere else in, in, outside the Tests. Okay, quick quick go around the panel. Do we think that the Lions will win this game uh, on Saturday, Tom? I think they're going to push them close, but I think uh, I think the Crusaders will win. Steve? I think that uh, it's going to be the Lions game, as I prove with my brilliant insight into uh, the Masters with a huge investment on Sergio Garcia. <laughs> I'm, I'm on, I am on, seriously, on the Lions with Mr. W. Hill this time. I am uh, I, um, convinced that I will be cashing in on Saturday night after the Lions have put the tour on the road in Christchurch with a win over S- Super Rugby's uh, finest. And the Moose? I'd love to see the Lions win, but I think that uh, this one's going to be beyond them. And I think that uh, it will really, the Lions will really, their traction will come when it comes to the Test Series. One more thing that I think we should, shouldn't forget, uh, shouldn't that um, there are other games coming up, Wales and Tonga, for instance. And uh, Tom, you're um, um, quite an expert on, to- on the Tongan emerging players. Can you tell us who we should look for in that game? No, no, seriously, Nick. I, I, I'm not sure if this is a broadcasting first, but we have just been referring to you as the moose on this uh, on this podcast. Is is, is this your new, your new broadcasting handle? And would you like to share with with a vast audience where it came from? It came from uh, uh, my erstwhile colleague across the floor, Stephen Jones, who I believe was. Uh, Given the uh, title first, and then no. decided to shift it, shift it seamlessly time. across. <laughs> uh, one thing that really interests me about this weekend and next week, indeed, is when you speak to the Lions players at the moment, they they are totally at home, or at least they say they are totally at home with the idea that they can lose games and take it on the chin. They say we lose, we learn more, we get better. Uh, now. That makes sense, but only so far. If you if you lose and then you lose again and then you lose again, at some stage, 
your self-belief goes uh, and and the momentum is eroded, you go backwards rather than forwards. Uh, the Lions tours haven't happened like this before, as we, we've said numerous times. How, how, how many times can they lose if they lose on Saturday, which I think they will do? Uh, it, it, do they start to go backwards after that? What's your opinion on that, um, Nick? I think that cru- the Crusaders are obviously the uh, the strongest of the New Zealand super provinces, which is why I don't think that they will turn that corner and win at the weekend. But I do think that they will turn the corner after that and that they will get some traction going into the test series. Tom? Well, looking at Slotty's perfectly packed suitcase, he's clearly had a plan for this tour where he is going to keep all of that in check and he's going to keep himself with firm foundations. It's going to be interesting to see, as the tour progresses, whether this unravels. As so far, he said it's still like, well, the Lions haven't yet got this basis where they can build upon results and momentum heading into the test series. So they need to start winning. I think... Owen Farrell said earlier that they they feel like they're going upwards on the the graph of um, form, game plan and understanding. But they have to keep that going upwards. And it's so key to get that sort of, um, (laughs) I'm now being gesticulated to to pipe down, but it's so keen to keep that understanding in form. Yeah, I, I don't buy this thing that you can keep on losing. I mean, every game you lose, it means that you're relying more on just a complete one-off shock performance to recover it. I don't. I think they've got to stop losing, otherwise they're really in trouble. But I'm confident they'll win on Saturday. And as I say, the tour is on the road. But I, I don't. The, the thing is, you show me someone who says we can accept defeat, and I'll show you someone who's just been beaten. So you know, the, 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 that was quite quite who, profound. Where did you get that from? I just made it up. Just made it up. No, I was. Well, I'd made it up when I was waiting Tom, for Tom to that. Tom to sort out the tongue. No, there was no. There, it was Jock McTavish in the uh, Morning Herald. No, they can't keep on losing. Full stop. But they won't have. The, the question is, is superfluous because they'll win this weekend. Okay, uh, I think we're going to call it. Do we call it a wrap? We we'll call it a wrap. Okay, uh, gents, thank you very much for uh, for coming to the tenth uh, floor studio here and admiring my uh, my luggage, Tom. Um, perfectly folded shirts. Uh, clean socks thank you very much for tuning in to The Ruck again uh, the Lions play Saturday uh, morning UK time Saturday evening New Zealand time uh, we are back next Monday to talk about that game and ahead of the Highlanders game in Dunedin on Tuesday uh, we'll see you soon uh, have a great weekend iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone.